Thank you for listening to the CEO-ish podcast hosted by me, Taylor Graham. And me, Chloe Willemson. We are so excited to announce that our very own podcasting platform, Zencaster, has become our first official sponsor for the show. Check out the podcast discount link in our show notes and stay tuned for why we love using Zencaster for our podcast. Hello, bitches, hoes, and CEOs. Welcome back to the CEO-ish podcast. Taylor and I are actually getting our shit together this week. Um, it's been a bit of a shit, shor- shit storm. Wow. Um, but we had our first meeting in way too long the other day. And so here we are with a great fall favorites episode for you. We're going to be shouting out all of our favorites. Uh, what's up, Tay? You want to know how I know <laughs> that we've lived together way too long is the fact that when we were debating before we pressed record on this, who was going to start this, I was going to start that the exact same way with the whole. <laughs> We were getting our shit together. We had a meeting. We came up with a bunch of ideas. Mm -hmm. We're planned through like October and November. We reached out to guests. Like it was just, it it was time. Chloe and I have really been slipping through the cracks on this. Oh, we also updated our media kit because we are going to be doing some exciting back-end business things that hopefully you guys will hear about in the future. This is me putting it out into the universe. Manifesting. So yeah. That's what's going on. And yes, as Chloe said earlier, we thought it would be fun to do a fall favorites episode. And I know a lot of other people and podcasters have done episodes like this and they did it way earlier. But you guys, it is hard to feel in the fall festive spirit when it is still 80 degrees in Tennessee. It was literally like 80 degrees until last week. Yeah. So it is finally starting to feel like fall and I feel like I can finally tolerate pumpkin. So yeah. Okay. Podcasting remotely can be challenging. I mean, God knows Chloe and I started a podcast in the middle of a pandemic with zero experience. But thanks to Zencaster's all-in-one web-based solution, the podcasting process has been quick and painless, the way it should be. If you've listened to our podcast for any length of time, you know that we have been obsessed with the quality of our audio from day one. And Zencaster provides crystal clear sound and gorgeous HD video. Not to mention, it's super easy to use, even for guests that aren't tech savvy. There's nothing to download. They just click the link and we start recording. Zencaster is all about making your podcasting experience easy. With everything from local recording to automatic post-productions in the tool, you don't have to leave your browser to get the episode done. We want you guys to have the same easy experience as we do for all of your podcasting and content needs. If you go to www.zen.ai slash CEOishpod and enter the promo code CEOishpod, you'll get 30% off your first three months. That's www.zen.ai slash CEOishpod. It's time to share your story. Should we kick it off then? Yes. Uh, do you have a category you want to start with? Um. Okay. My first one is food. I'm I'm down to kick it off with all food. Right. Food would be super fun. Okay. I I'm not gonna lie. I'm an all thing pumpkin girly. I fucking love pumpkin. Okay. So my first thing on this list is the possibilities pumpkin patch pasta. It is so freaking cute. Okay. I got this from Marshalls. It's just pasta shaped like pumpkins. They're different colors. It's so cute. It tastes delicious. And it's great to pair with the autumnal harvest pasta sauce from Trader Joe's. I'm not kidding you. Like I almost don't want to shout this out because it's already hard to get because people love it so much. Um, But seriously, it sells out every year. You guys, I also have to chime in on the autumnal harvest pasta sauce. I don't remember which one of us bought it first in college, but it was an addiction from that point mm-hmm. on. Chloe and I love this pasta sauce so much that every year when it comes out, we buy no less than six jars and keep it on hand year round and stockpile it to have throughout the year yeah. when when it's not in season because it is that good. I do not care that it is supposed to be a seasonal food. I want it year round. Exactly. I love it. it is so good. And just speaking of Trader Joe's, to keep going, um, their pepita salsa. Wow. Amazing. 10 out of 10. It's got like a little bit of pumpkin to it, but it's also got a little bit of a kick to it. Amazing salsa. I wasn't so sure about it because I was like pumpkin salsa. I don't know about that. 
So good, especially if you pair it with their pumpkin tortilla chips. So I'm really happy that you tried this because this is something I've heard. I follow a bunch of Trader Joe's food review accounts and everybody every year really looks forward to that salsa coming Mm -hmm. back. But I am the opposite of Chloe where your girl's not so much a pumpkin girly. I'm not really down with the pumpkin spice flavors. I'm not super into pumpkin pie, etc. I I like squash more so. That's definitely Mm. me. Um, but because Chloe likes pumpkin, I get to try her foods and the salsa was a winner. It wasn't too pumpkin-y if you're concerned about that. It's very balanced in flavor. Yeah. So I, I would give that one a huge shout out. And I'm also going to shout out on the autumnal harvest note, the garden vegetable soup. Yes. Yeah, so it's like, I think it's from the same line. It is. hundred um, percent. But yeah, they have a soup version of it too. Also amazing. It's like. So good. So good. It's and it's not too pumpkiny. Like it's not too because I think the um, autumnal harvest saw or um, soup is squash and not pumpkin. I think it's squash and sweet potato. Oh, okay, I thought it had some pumpkin in it too. It might, but yeah, no, I know it's for sure got. It's mostly squash if it does have pumpkin in it. Yeah, it's so good. Um, I, you know what? Can we just take a moment to appreciate squash as a whole? I love the fall season and when the gourds come back in stock. I love butternut squash. I love delicata squash. I love acorn squash. We should make that acorn squash stuffed. Yeah, I actually have this on my list. It's not even a product. I just love like vegan quinoa stuffed butternut squash. I like butternut squash better, but I like the look of stuffed acorn squash better. So I just stuffed both of them. Honestly, delicata stuff squash stuff. is my favorite of all of the gourds. It is so sweet and delicious, but I just did not know how to cut it for the longest time. And really? It was just like <laughs> the most awkward thing for me, but roasting it, oh, I love it. Yeah, love roasted squash. squash. Mm. Speaking of squash, another Trader Joe's item to shout out. Wow, I just like short circuited. I'm sorry, <laughs> you guys. Um, the frozen butternut squash mac and cheese. Ooh, if I haven't tried that. I'm surprised you have it. Chloe, there's three different types of cheeses. It's Parmesan, it's Gouda, and Shut uh, the fuck up. We gotta pause this. I'm going to Trader Joe's right now. It's so good. I bought it on a whim the last time I was there because it just, like, it caught my eye in the freezer section. And sometimes you just want something quick. Like, am I aware that I could make this or this mac and cheese version myself? 100%. Would it take me an hour and a half to do so? Also, yes. And I don't want to do that because I'm lazy. So this, this is a winner. I really like it and as a plus they also have this in a fried mac and cheese bite version because the i have to go back and get them like i'm shouting out both of those we are big trader joe's yeah trader joe's like sponsor us at this trader hoes um i also have a couple starbucks drinks that i want to shout out i do i have a starbucks drink too (laughs) (laughs) so my first one is the starbucks uh iced dirty chai latte with pumpkin cold foam fucking phenomenal Okay. I get it too often. Yeah? Yeah. All right. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna take the wheel here because I have a chai drink as well, and I feel like that's just – it really transitions. Mine is a dirty chai, so if you guys didn't know, you can order a dirty chai. Mine was dirty chai too. Was it? Mm-hmm. Didn't you literally just ask me a couple days ago what a dirty chai was, and I had to tell you that you could put a, yeah. a shot of espresso into? I've gotten it like five times since then. Oh, you're welcome. I go to Starbucks too much. Okay, so I'm more of an apple girl. Like I fall you're either apple or pumpkin in the fall, and I am team apple. So mine is the Starbucks dirty chai with the apple crisp syrup. You can get whatever milk you want. I have a preference for oat milk. I think it makes it creamier. Um, but that is one hell of a good drink. Hell yeah. All right, and my other one is going to be the iced matcha latte with pumpkin cold foam as the sweetener. Um, I know a lot of people matcha hit or miss. If you don't, if you haven't had matcha before, I would say if you like green tea, you'd probably like matcha. Um, but yeah, a lot of people like to add sweetener. I like to add sweetener every now and then, and when I do in the fall, it is the pumpkin cold foam. For my sure. dad gets the Starbucks green or matcha a lot. It's he good. Likes it, so. Yeah, there you go. They have good matcha. I've been on a matcha kick lately. Yeah. You really have since um what was that first place we got you, you got that matcha at and you were like, wait, I actually was like, Hold love on. this. Yeah. Where was that? That was when Mariah was here. You guys got it for me from I don't know where you went. Oh, it was that international tea cafe. I think oh, we got yeah. you a strawberry matcha. Or was it a vanilla? I don't even know. I don't Mariah remember. would remember. Mariah always remember <laughs> shit like that. Mariah, when you listen to this, please DM me what the name of Chloe's drink was. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Um, do you have another Starbucks drink on your I'm list? I'm done. That's all my food. Okay. I have one more food thing, which actually I probably should have shouted this out before the, 
the Starbucks drinks, but you know what? I'm ADHD and I didn't plan this well. The Trader Joe's cinnamon bun spread. Ooh. So good. What do you put that on? Toast. Toast. Okay. Toast. I mean, you could probably put it on. You could probably use it to make your own homemade cinnamon rolls. But again, we have established yeah. Taylor is lazy. You give and you take in some categories, and Taylor really gives in the food yeah. category. Well, I would like, say too, like, I feel like we both feel this way. Like, if we're going to spend a long time cooking something, it's not going to be mac and cheese or cinnamon rolls. It's going to be like a really hearty, healthy meal or something, you know? We spend a lot of time chopping vegetables in this house. I do love to chop vegetables. I do not. Chloe and I rotate who is the breadwinning housewife in the household <laughs> and makes dinner at night. And if it's a vegetable-heavy chopping dish, I'm secretly praying every single time that Chloe wants yeah. to do it because I hate chopping vegetables. I like the <laughs> process of cooking, the stirring, the adding in of the seasonings, the sauteing, the mixing. I hate chopping. It's just so frustrating. I don't mind it. The only thing I mind chopping is onions, which – Taylor used to just buy the pre-cut <laughs> onions. And I was like, I will not allow that. I will not allow it. So I am the onion chopper in this household. Okay, but here's <laughs> the thing. Coming back to the whole ADHD thing, if I were to buy a whole onion and I lived by myself, I would never chop the onion and it would just rot. So it is better for me to just spend the extra dollar and 50 cents for the cut onion and actually use the onion than to just pay a dollar for an onion and save the 50 cents. And so it's just... You trade time for money, okay. and I will always pay money to have my time back, you guys. I, I hate chopping. I hate it. Fair enough. <laughs> my father cringing as he listens to this, <laughs> knowing that I would not save money to not chop a vegetable. That's hilarious. Okay. That is all for our food and snacks yes. category, correct? What one do you want to do next? All right. Next, I well, next on my list is beauty. Okay. Let's go. Okay. Why don't you kick us off? kick us off because you have some more. Okay. So as I am infamous for in the beauty community, I love a good terracotta blush. Ooh, However, yes. in the fall, I transform into a mauve berry toned bitch. I don't know what it is about it, but I love a good purple tone in the fall. So I have, I'm just going to shout out all three of these blushes because I feel like it just makes sense mm -hmm. for me to do so. So first is the Say Dreamy Dew Blush. The color is dreamy. I'm sorry. So the dew blush in the shade dreamy. This is the most beautiful, cool-toned berry I have ever used. I am a cream and liquid makeup girly through and through. So if you like a matte or powder blush, uh, this one might not be for you. But it is so luminous and pretty and very hydrating. Like whenever I wear it, I feel like my skin looks like very healthy. Like I've actually drank water that day or Hell something. Yeah. So <laughs> My skin needs some of that right now. <laughs> um, the next one is Merit's Flush Balm in the shade Raspberry Beret. This is my favorite. This is probably the most purple toned of all of the blushes that I'm recommending right now. So uh, the, if I ha would only pick one of the three blushes that I'm recommending, I would definitely make it the Merit one just because I'm obsessed with the color. And again, it's a cream product. It's really pretty. And I also feel like the Merit blushes are super user-friendly if you've never used a cream product. Like it's just like one of those swipe and go products and they're very easy to blend in and they're very buildable. So they start off very sheer. So Shout out Merit. And then the Dibs Beauty Desert Island Duo in the shade 5.5 Wine Knot. There's like a contour on one side, which sometimes I go back and forth where I really like the color, but I think I'm too pale for it right now. So it looks really mm. orange on me. Like I made a TikTok with it and I actually haven't posted a TikTok because I keep going back and forth on whether I look really orange in the video. I'm going to have to have you watch yeah. it because like I, TikTok comments are ruthless, you guys. You do not. <laughs> I refuse to have unblended makeup on tiktok i will not be arguing with people in the comment section about that shit okay i the teenagers have more time than i do um but the blush end of this little duo stick is like the most perfect mauve it's not too pink it's not too purple it's not too wine like i just, i really like it and it's a beautiful formula and they smell exactly like mac lipsticks do you remember the original mac lipsticks when they were like really vanilla -y? Mm -hmm. it smells just like Ooh, that and i it's love a that very nostalgic scent for me because i started my makeup obsession with mac so plus i feel like vanilla just makes it that much more fall esque yes. that's perfect yes also i love to see you embracing color you used to be such a neutral bitch, but now you've got – not only do you have some color in your wardrobe, but you also have some purple blush. Okay. Never thought I would see the day. So I am going to state this, you guys. I – I am leaving for Paris tomorrow. Like, surprise. Taylor, Woo! Taylor, Taylor's catching flights, not feelings, bitches. Um, I'm so excited for Taylor. On that note, I will not be wearing color in Paris over my dead body. Okay. 
Fair enough. I am bringing my purple blush though. I'm very excited about that. But um, yeah, you know what's funny about me not wearing color? You you didn't know me in high school, but when I used to work at Yankee Candle, I had crazy makeup. I used to wear like really very 2016. Yeah, I was gonna say that was the that was, was the trend. It was winged eyeliner. It was crazy cat eye makeup. But also, I used to wear very bold lips, like Mac Lady Danger. That fire engine red was my shit. It matched yeah. my apron at Yankee Candle. Um, <laughs> Unpopular opinion, bring back the obnoxious makeup looks. Not like all of it. Like the eyebrows were bad. Okay. The but eyebrows like, were the Anastasia dip brows. Like I do love like the clean girl look, but it also like I used to have so much fun doing the obnoxious makeup looks and I miss that. Like that was like almost therapeutic for me. Okay. And now I'm like, I just do the same thing every day. If, if I want to spice it up, I do a little bit more like I cream on my eye or that something. We could bring back and I'm. I think we're slowly starting to get there. Um, if we could leave the Anastasia dip brows of 2016 behind, and if we could leave the really harsh baking, in my opinion, I don't love the look of the super bright, like super powdered under eye. Oh, or when people I agree. would carve out their cheeks with it and like the ultra sculpted contour mm-hmm. look, I'm not a super big fan of. Like if we could do. The clean girl aesthetic of skin, but bring back like fun 2016 lips and eye makeup. I'd be super yes. down with that. And speaking of lip products, I have a couple to recommend. I also have lip Home products. Homegirl loves a bold lip. I okay. Have lip products. Chloe is the bold. You lip can tear my dark lipstick off of my cold dead body. I don't give a fuck <laughs> if it wasn't in trends for a couple of years. I do not care. But the first one is the Anastasia Beverly Hills Sepia lipstick. This one is matte. Is it sepia or is it sepia? I Girl, never don't ask me how to pronounce words. You know I can't pronounce shit. B B B N O dollar sign. <laughs> Literally, I cannot pronounce anything. Um, that one was Taylor's bad though. The no. B B N O dollar sign. Chloe and I go back and forth on being the dumbest bitches you've ever met, and sometimes I just hear song lyrics and I process them as something completely different as what they were meant to be, or in this case, um, artist names. Yes, and baby, no money was BBNO dollar sign to me for a very long time, a, a considerable amount of time that I don't want to admit on the internet. So too long considering he starts every song going, it's baby no money. <laughs> Sometimes what did your brother call him? Fuck, what was it? Bonobo? Bonobo? Bononos? I, I don't know. Something remember. something like not it was so funny. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, another one. Have you heard of the artist? Okay, I'm gonna say this one. It's either Benet or Benet. B e n e e. I don't. I would know say Benet because of say, Renee. Okay. I have said Benet as well, but then I heard it was Benny, and I got very confused, you know and I just stopped talking. So, if you want people to be able to pronounce your name and other words, don't make them so confusing. Unpopular opinion. Either like I just. I'm happy to know. Or if somebody could put like a YouTube video up, just mm-hmm. with them correctly. I want somebody to. Do, I need to hear it one time from the person themselves, and I will always say your name correctly. I think it is a respect thing to take the time to learn somebody's name. But some of these artists got me fucked up. I'm sorry. <laughs> some of these people. I was gonna say they're real. They, they're artists. They. I don't. When you when you're putting a dollar <laughs> sign in place of an S, I'm just very confused. Okay. <laughs> I don't think baby nobody would be so disrespectful you pronounced my name wrong. Well, you know what? We'll find out in November because he is touring with Young Gravy and uh, Chloe daddy. is going to meet her husband. Please. And that means I'm going to hang out with baby no money in place so Chloe can hang out with her husband. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if that doesn't work, that's going to be my 13th reason. We're manifesting, you guys. That is where we're at in life. Where are we at in these lipsticks? Okay. <laughs> um, I have one more to shout out. Okay. It's the Il Maquillage Infinity Lip Cream. Also, a matte, I'm sorry, I'm a matte bitch. Okay. Matte Karma. But I do like to layer it with the Laura Mercier Macron Lip Gloss. It's like a pink lip gloss. So Did the, I give you both of those products? No, you didn't. Um, I think I gave you the Il Maquillage one. Maybe. Whoever sent us a box of shit. Il Maquillage is a brand I've worked with. I do website work for them. Okay. I don't know. Somebody Taylor gives me a lot of products. I'm not a makeup girly. I, <laughs> if I'm being honest, I, I buy a, the bare minimum. I am a makeup girly. Chloe doesn't need to buy anything. I get enough sent to sent to me for the Pretty both much. of us. And like, okay, my thing with makeup too, like the clean girl aesthetic right now, I love it. It's not for oily girls. I've I'm, I have oily skin. Time like, and time yeah. again is the oily girls really want everybody to bring back powder products. 
Yeah, like, I'm sorry. If I don't have powder on my face, I look sweaty and gross. Like, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, that's that's the end of my beauty. Those are your lip products? Okay, yes. I have three products. Merit's lip oil. They have tinted lip oils, and they are some of the most comfortable formula. Like, it doesn't even feel like you're wearing anything in the color sangria is the most beautiful wine red ever. I love it on the merit note. I really like merit products. You guys, um, their signature lips, signature lipstick line. They have the color tiger. It's the perfect, like brick brown red mixture. Like if you were to take a nineties Brown and a brick red, I love that and melt them together. It's beautiful. And it is the most comfortable formula. I don't know how they made a creamy matte lipstick feel like a lip balm, but they did it. Yeah, that that is too. Like the matte products that exist today are so much better than the matte products that existed in 2016. Oh, for sure. Um, for sure. But yeah, just I cannot get behind the cream only. I want to. Like Taylor skit when Taylor does like cream only looks, I'm like, wow, that looks so good. It would not look good on me. You yeah, you would just have to find more matte products. Mm-hmm. I'm very dry. Like I can almost wear products that would probably feel sticky on other people's skin because my skin is so dry. So it's yeah. just different skin types there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Ask Rudy for her recommendations. She is, is she an oily oil- girly? Oily all the way. That, really? Yeah. Her whole page was built on sensitive, oily, acne-prone skin. And she likes cream makeup. So ask Rudy for her favorites. Oh, I'm for sure going to need to do that. Because, yeah, she, her, she doesn't look like she has oily skin. No, not at all. She, her skin's beautiful. Also, if you've not listened to our both our both – wow. Short-circuiting once again. <laughs> Hello, guys. I'm here. If you have not listened to both of our episodes with Rudy, they are two top-performing episodes. I will have those linked in the show notes. She's awesome. She's great. We adore her. She's a ray of fucking sunshine. Yes. Love you, Rudy. Um, and then my last lipstick recommendation I have, ha <laughs> hi ADHD, is my Charlotte Tilbury Glowing Gen Lipstick. This is the most beautiful, rosy nude. My mom gave it to, well, actually my mom bought it for herself and then I stole it for like a year and a half. And then when I was moving to Nashville, she was like, you cannot take that lipstick. And I was like, over my be- dead body, I'm taking this lipstick. So then she bought me one for my birthday so I wouldn't take her lipstick. Oh yeah. Really? My mom should have just kept the new one for herself yeah. at that point. Yeah. But like, <laughs> shout out mom. You're you're awesome for that one. And I adore this lipstick. And actually bonus shout out recommendation, layering the Fenty um gloss bomb in the hot chocolate color i think they also have this one in the heat formula but it's always sold out so i can't get my hands on it right now because it went tiktok viral but the original one that has all of like the really pretty gold and purple flecks in it layered over the top of the glowing gen lipstick both of those dynamite fall lip combo love that hell yeah yeah all right next to my list is perfumes we can do perfume. Taylor's the ultimate perfume girly. I love perfume, you guys. It is an obsession. I I think my – so I think this rooted from me working in a candle store for three years because if you didn't know, I worked in a Yankee candle. It's my first job. Uh, I was there for three and a half years because I refused to serve people food or fold clothes because I don't have the personality type to be either. It's knowing your strengths and weaknesses, people, and knowing <laughs> that I would have dumped a hot cup of soup into an angry old person's lap if they would have – tried me on the wrong day as a server is meant I needed to work in a candle store. <laughs> but because of that, I'm like, I grew up obsessed with fragrance. I, I used to do like fragrance classes for Yankee Candle to know all the different fragrance notes and oh, like yeah. learn individual notes so I could know what would complement each other with other candles. It was super interesting. I would love it. Honestly, if I could pick like a really low stress job where money didn't matter and I could just show up every day and like be chill, I would want to work in like a niche boutique perfume house. Like That'd be one, fun. Like one that would sell a bunch of niche perfume brands, not necessarily like Sephora brands because I really do enjoy niche perfume fragrances or even like when we were over in Europe and there were just like standalone perfume stores for like the different brands. Mm-hmm. I would love to work in one of those. I think it would That'd just be, be cool. so fun. Um, well, since we're talking about your candle experience, should we do candles first? No, we'll just continue on with perfume. Okay. I don't even think we even mentioned a single perfume. No, we haven't. No. So, <laughs> Okay, my first recommendation would be Commodities Milk. I think this is 
the the colder it gets, the more I like this perfume on my skin. The notes of it are marshmallow, tonka bean, skin musk. It's just so good. Like even Liana mm. loves it, and Chloe likes it too. It I was smells say, different. This one's, it smells different on everyone, but it seems like it smells good on everybody. Yes, and also I feel like I need to clarify. This is the Commodity Milk, the expressive version. If you're familiar with Commodity as a brand, their whole thing is like scent spaces. So they have three different variations of all of their fragrances, and it's supposed to be on how strong you like your perfume, essentially. So there's like a a personal line, which is supposed to be close to the skin. The expressive line, which is like their original perfumes i'm recommending the original commodity expressive milk and then they have like a bold line which is if you mm. like your perfume really intense so yeah smell them all they all smell a little bit different it's super fun buy their discovery set i love it actually i have a discount code with them so i can link that in the show notes if you guys are actually interested but milk great perfume i like my perfume to suffocate people when i walk in the room i Okay, so I want my perfume to be noticeable. I want it to be strong enough where if somebody was walking down the street, they'd be like, she smells really good. But I don't necessarily want it to be strong enough. Like if somebody was sensitive to fragrance, I'd give them a headache. Fair. Um. Okay. My first one is one that Taylor gave me. Surprise, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> it's the Skylar Clean Beauty Fall Cashmere. I love it. It's got like a ginger scent to it, but it's also, I mean, it's fall cashmere. So it's ginger, cinnamon, and toasted almond, I believe. It smells amazing. I'm wearing it right now. You smell really okay. You. Here's the thing, you guys. <laughs> and the best part about this is that everything that smells bad on me, and I okay, I shouldn't say bad. Every perfume that I'm sent that doesn't work with my body chemistry, because that's the I think that's the thing I love the most about fragrance in terms of all categories. Fragrance is very personal. Mm -hmm. It's not right or wrong. How somebody smells something is their own personal perception of it. So it doesn't make it good or bad. It's just, it doesn't work for me or it does. And in this case, really super spicy scents like cinnamon, ginger, cardamom don't necessarily work with my body chemistry, especially when I start to sweat. And mm -hmm. another one that smells really almost wet, dreary, dank. I don't know. It, any type of green tea or moss note. It smells like wet grass on me and it does not work with my body chemistry, but on Chloe, they smell phenomenal and it doesn't make sense. It's well, even like, you know, your cherry one that everyone's obsessed with. Yes. It smells so good on you and it still smells good on me, but like, I like the way it smells on you so much better. I want it to smell like that on me. So, and that, I think that's the almond note in it. I've, and the more you know about like perfume and individual fragrance notes, the more you can figure out what actually smells really good on your body chemistry. I used to think it was vanilla. And the older I get, the more I'm realizing it's tonka bean. Um, any type of a cherry note. Because I smell really good at anything that, like a sour cherry, a boozy cherry, or even like a syrupy woody cherry. Mm -hmm. I smell good in those. Sandalwood. Um... And anything that has like a type of skin musk to it. Oh, and orange. Orange is a really good fragrance. I was gonna on say, well. I love musky perfumes. I love musk. And actually, that's a perfect transition into my next perfume. So there's a perfume house called Atat Libre de l'Orange. A lot of people in the perfume community just called it, call it Eldo. I'm gonna refer to it as Eldo because that's just a, a mouthful for me to say. And I also feel like I consistently butcher the French language and do it disrespectfully. Because of how I feel bad like I pronounce mispronouncing it. things is not disrespectful. I like, try. It's like a genetic thing being able to roll your R's. I cannot I roll my R's. If you're offended by that. De, de, de <laughs> I, I can't do it. The French accent is actually very hard for me because I can roll my R's in a Hispanic like accent. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. But anywho, getting off track. There is a perfume called She Was an Anomaly, and I don't know how to describe this as anything other than the most grown-up version of Glossier U. It's not too peppery. It's not too skin musky. It just really smells like the, mo like the best version of yourself. There's a little bit of incense in it. Like, I just – I'm obsessed with it. I'm actually – on the hunt for this, Eldo has a standalone boutique perfume store in Paris, and it's their only like standalone one in the world. Otherwise, you have to order it offline of a site like called Twisted Lily. And I'm hoping to buy this and be able to get it cheaper over in Europe because they have the whole like tax free thing. Mm -hmm. 
So I'm hoping to be able to come back with a bottle of this because I just keep buying perfume samples of it. And I won't lie, you guys, like this is an expensive, it's a niche perfume house. Like these perfumes are probably $200. Like I, I will not lie to you there, but I love it. And it is literally like the, I've tried so many t- like skin musk perfumes to try that. Like you just smell naturally clean and really good. And this is my favorite on my skin. So it's been on my wish list for a while. Hell yeah. <clears throat> okay. My last one that I actually need to repurchase because I used all of my, I had like a little sample of it. I was obsessed with it. I'm for sure going to butcher the name because I suck at pronouncing things, but Lancome Idol. Edel. I didn't think that was going to be one of the words I mispronounced. Edel. Eau de Parfum. Yeah. Thank you, Taylor. <laughs> Eau de Parfum. That one. I just can't say certain words. I don't know what it is. Even like words that are easy to pronounce. You want to know what Crochet. I know it's crochet. I called it crotchet for far too long. Crotchet. <laughs> Knowing damn well that it's crochet. Um, something in my brain just won't let me pronounce things right. Anyway, it has bergamot, pink peppercorn, white musk, vanilla, patchouli, and cedar wood. Those are all like my favorite fall scents that it has in it, but it also has pear, rose, and jasmine. This is just, Taylor, I need you to try this. Did I ever let you try it? Um, so actually this is the perfume you came out of your bathroom wearing it. And I was like, what the hell are you wearing? You smell so damn good. And you gave me the perfume sample. And I was like, I can't wear this. It's the rose. I, I don't know what it is about rose, but me and rose don't get along in perfume. Mm-hmm. It doesn't smell good on me. It dominates perfume, but on you, this is another one where it's like on Chloe, it smells addicting and uh, honestly you I need to let you smell the Italie Bray de l'Orange one because if you like the bergamot the pink peppercorn the white musk the vanilla and cedarwood all of that is in that perfume like it's literally like the ne- second skin it smells so damn good but yeah you do need that it idol mm-hmm. I don't know it's gonna be my Christmas list <laughs> um so Chloe mentioned a cherry perfume that I infamously wear all the time earlier and I say infamously because if you follow me on Instagram that this perfume caused a little bit of controversy over on my stories so I went out on a date with a guy and we it was like we just went on one first date and I wore this perfume and normally I save it for like a third date perfume because you guys I'm telling you it's a sexy perfume men love this fucking perfume okay it has notes of black cherry almond it is like a boozy syrupy cherry it's delicious Mm -hmm. It smells so damn good. And I wore it on this date. And afterwards, this guy and I, like, we just didn't hit it off. We both mutually agreed, like, hey, I had fun with you tonight, but, like, we're just not feeling this. Mm -hmm. And I never heard from him again. But literally a month and, yeah, it was, like, a month later he texted me. And he asked me what perfume I was wearing on our date because his new girlfriend had a birthday coming up and he wanted to buy it for her. And I'm telling you guys right now, if this would have been a cute old man in like a Sephora, I would have thought it was the sweetest thing ever. And if he was like trying to buy it for his wife for his birthday, well, like I would have thought it was the sweetest thing ever. But not a man I went on a date with. That's weird. That is kind of weird. <laughs> That's so weird. Like, a, I don't know. I just, as his girlfriend, knowing that he smelled that on another girl he brought on a date, even though it wasn't like, like, like you said, you guys didn't really hit it off. But still, it was on another girl he went on a date with. That's just kind of... You thinking of me, buddy? Like, you texted me out of nowhere. Oh, did I even say the name of the perfume? It's Tom (laughs) Ford Lost Cherry, you guys. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's a good perfume. It's a really good perfume. And also a bonus shout out to Killian. Not Killian. I lied. Kayali. Sorry, I have a lot of perfume brands that I love. And those, those two names are very... Very similar. Um, the K Alley just came out with a cherry perfume called Love Fest Burning Cherry, but this one is much more woody. It's got notes of Palo Santo, patchouli, guiac wood. If I'm saying that wrong, I apologize. And the cherry, Chloe, you might like that cherry perfume better on your skin because you like the woody notes. You should try mm, that one. Okay. I'll let you spray it on yourself after Thank this. Yeah. Right before I go to the gym. Yeah, right before you go to the gym. And then my last perfume recommendation is Killian's Angel Share. And if you have not smelled this, please go to your local Sephora and smell this ASAP. It smells like a boozy apple pie. And that's all. Like, I exclusively wear this in the fall only because it's one of those perfumes. It's so warm that it does not smell good on me in the spring and summer. Like, it's just too Mm -hmm. much. But this is a beautiful gourmand. Love it. I just love warm scents. Yes. Like I wish that I could have fall scents make sense all year round. Yes. 
Um, but speaking of warm fall scents, are we ready to move into our candles? Yes. I only have two candle recommendations. I only have one. Okay. Well, do you want? I'll start so you can do one sandwiched right okay. in the middle, and then it'll be like a nice back Go ahead. Um, Hearth in Hand, which I think is Chip and Joanna Gaines' line at Target. Every year at the fall, they have a Harvest Spice candle that comes out. You can get it in a single wick, a two wick, a three wick. I get myself a big three wick every year because it is just the most balanced fall fragrance ever there's a little bit of apple a little bit of pumpkin cinnamon clove like all you get all of it but it's not too much of anything and i just think it's the perfect fall fragrance i love that mm-hmm. i don't want to wear it as a perfume though you know how you have some fragrances that you're like yes i love this i, I want my house to smell like this mm-hmm. i want a soap to smell like this but i don't want to wear this as a perfume yeah that's what that is for me okay Mine's also from Target. It is the beloved toasted pecan and maple wick jar candle. Yeah. Um, I love this. I used to think like, I mean, I still love vanilla candles, but I feel like this is just like a little more grown up. The toasted pecan, it's still got that warm and this still does have like hints of vanilla in it, um, but it's not just a vanilla candle. So it's a little more mature in my opinion. I love it. Okay. I, I We, we got to get one for the house. We do. I want to smell that. We are candle bitches through and through. We are. Um, my last candle recommendation is from Bath and Body Works because if you can't get you a girl that does Killian perfume with the side of Bath and Body Works, <laughs> get you a girl with range. Um, the marshmallow fireside candle. I love marshmallow. I love the toasted burnt campfire smell. I want my house mm-hmm. to smell like this. Again, I don't want to wear it in a perfume. It's too sweet. I can't wear the body sprays anymore. Um, but the candle every year I get myself one. It's just I have to enjoy it. I love it. I love it. You know what I I love, not perfume-wise at all, but I love going to sit at a bonfire and leaving smelling like a bonfire. Okay. I can't relate on that note. I don't want to smell like smoke. I do. Okay. That's and fair. like I was talking about, like my sister agrees with me and my brothers are like, that's disgusting. Would you wear like a smoky perfume like that? Yeah. I mean like if it had hint like other stuff, but like a hint of like, oh, I have one you should she try. might have been by a bonfire two days ago and not washed her hair <laughs> kind of deal. Like Tom, like Ford, Tom Ford tobacco vanille might be your, let me, let me give it's that a little a smoky. It's a little smoky. Yeah. I, I like the like smoky. And then I'm just like, like I fucking love bonfires. So like just when I smell anything that makes me think of that, I'm like, Ooh, that just makes me so happy. All right. We, we're going to go perfume sniffing after okay. this in my collection. Taylor's like entire display. I love it. <laughs> All right. Is that leave fashion left as our final category? Do you have anything else? Fashion. And then I have one podcast and one playlist, which it was Taylor's playlist that she recommended a long time ago, but that's funny. Okay. <laughs> do we want to start with fashion and then I'll let you finish it sure. off with your, your recommendations? Sure. Okay. For fashion, you guys, I love a good leather pant. I have been waiting for it to not be 80 degrees so I could comfortably wear these and not turn into Ross Geller from Friends when he had to put baby powder <laughs> all over his legs with his leather pants. I totally forgot about that. Um, such, I, I, it doesn't matter the color. I have a black pair. I have a tan pair. I have like a cognac brown color. Like I make leather my entire personality in the fall. And my favorite that fit me the best is the Aritzia Molina pant, but I've heard a ton of people love the Abercrombie ones. Um, Hannah Janae, we've done an episode with her and she's also coming back on the podcast in quarter four. You guys stay tuned for that. She posted on her story that she has a um, pair that she recommends as well. So I'll have to get that recommendation from her too. So leather pants, just make them your personality, you guys. Hell yeah. All right. Mine is my oversized jean jacket. Mine's from Forever 21. I don't know how I got, like I was on the search for a nice jean jacket for the longest time. Um, And Forever 21, that's the winner apparently. I fucking love it. I wear it too often in the fall. Um, I need a good oversized one. An oversized denim jacket is a fall staple. And the one that I have, like I got it at Target years ago. It was just like it got too small. It, it didn't have the oversized mm-hmm. fit. I, I So I got rid of it. But I've been wearing Chloe's and hers is so perfect for the fall. So yeah, I'll be on the hunt for the right oversized denim jacket. It's a fall essential. And on that note too, something else that I really want to get this fall that I'm super into the trend but I don't have yet, the Chunky Loafer. Oh, Ugh. I chunky shoes, any chunky shoe. If it's got a chunk to it, I want it. I am on the on the hunt for the most perfect pair because you guys, if you don't know, I have infamously small feet. Like children's five and a half, I can still wear light up shoes if I walked into a payless type situation. And I think what happens is when shoes get like 
bigger or chunkier like this, I feel like I end up looking like I have clown feet because I'm only 5'4", so I'm not that tall. Like, chunky platform shoes were made for the tall girls. Like, I love a tall girl in a chunky platform, like, almost Bratz-esque mm-hmm. boot. But on me, I think I look like Ronald McDonald. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, if you could see our entryway closet, it's freaking hilarious because Taylor's shoes, Taylor's a children's, what, five and a half? (laughs) I'm an adult, 10. Taylor's shoes can literally fit inside of my shoes. It's hilarious. If you stack two of my shoes together, it equals clothes. It's my shoe. It's it's hilarious. (laughs) It's so funny. But yeah, I, I think Coach has a pair. And I really want to try them on in person because they look like the perfect – like the Prada ones are too big and too chunky. And also, I'm not spending almost $2,000 on a pair of shoes I, over my dead body. Over my dead body. Say, like unpopular <laughs> opinion, uh, I don't think I've ever liked anything from Prada. What would be your designer like – Are I you? Don't know, I'm really not into designer stuff. Okay. Like my favorite brand probably that I'm like I like pretty much everything that they make is Steve Madden. Which he, that's not designer. That's not luxury designer. No. no. I, is he considered consignment? Because I think coach is considered consignment as well. I don't even know what that means. I'm not a fashion girl. It's like <laughs> a, I want to say it's the step above. Like it's like the step below luxury. It, like I would consider coach, Michael Kors, Kate Spade. Like those are still affordable I do like luxury Kate Spade. brands. Like it, it's expensive to drop a couple hundred dollars mm-hmm. on a handbag, but it's easier to do than a couple thousand yeah as opposed to like your chanel ysl gucci yeah okay i don't know i mean like it's probably because i i feel like can't afford their products anyway but like to me i'm just like i don't i'm surprised the hype i'm surprised you didn't say immediately gucci because i don't know why you're just eclectic colorful vibes scream gucci to me gucci's probably because though yeah and it's I, I can't I'm not a Gucci bitch like I buy I am a bargain hunter through and through like I buy things when they're on sale I'm wearing an amazing pair of jeans right now that I bought for $20 they're um cute like I love a good bargain I I don't even really pay attention to luxury brands really. I love a good straight leg jean the straight leg jean 90s trend mm-hmm. that's in right now I'm really happy that we kind of ditched the skinny jeans but I, I also don't want boot cut to come back because those also look weird on me as a short girl you look great in flair I do love a flare jean and they make them longer. Okay. My thing though, that I'm kind of upset about this. It took me so, I mean, skinny jeans were in for 10 years. Like ruled 2010 through 2020. Okay. I'm a tall bitch. Okay. It took me, it's hard for me to find jeans that fit me. So I didn't find the perfect skinny jean until right before they went out of style. So now I have like two pairs of Je- skinny jeans that fit me perfectly and I'm like I just refuse to get rid of them you know I don't what? wear them right now but they're oh. they're gonna come back eventually I won't wear my skinny jeans right now unless I, and I won't get rid of them either because they will come back around like that's just how fashion works yeah. but over my dead body will I not get rid of my skinny jeans if I'm wearing a pair of like knee high thigh high boots because they just tuck in so yeah. much easier I mean what other pants are you gonna wear with those exactly it tucks in so much easier when we entered our horse girl era <laughs> Skinny jeans were perfect. Our temporary horse girl era, which honestly, I think we need to hold ourselves accountable and we should revisit that summer bucket list and see how much we actually did. We should. Because we still haven't gotten our auras done. I know that. We, have, we really need to do that. I really want to do that. And you that. know, we've been talking about going to Cheekwood. They have like a pumpkin vibe something going on in the fall uh, um i wish so desperately and something i am craving and homesick for is a cider mill i looked up a cider mill to see the closest one two and a half hours away in knoxville yeah no they don't do cider mills down here sugar donuts that like i love nashville but like it's a tourist city for sure and like five daughters bakery i love you so much you guys are so good I just, not want a classic, I just want a classic cinnamon sugar donut. I don't want the works on it. I don't mm-hmm. want it. I don't want it to be a cake donut. I don't want anything frilly, specialty. I just give me the cinnamon yeah. sugar. I was going to say, like, I'm so not a dessert person, really. Like, donuts. I want to soak it in apple cider. Yeah. For the most part, donuts do not appeal to me. However, a good cinnamon sugar donut from a cider mill in Michigan. I'm you also, cannot go wrong. I really am craving the fall color, you guys. It is October 6th. It would be bright orange and red in Michigan right now. And it is 
green. And I I'm have not a complaining. feeling. I have a feeling it's just like all of a sudden it's going to be fall for like a week and then everything's going to be dead. And fall is my favorite season. So I'm just, I'm missing it, you guys. I'm really missing it. Can't relate. Um, do you have another flat fashion? Um, yes. Okay. So some, I don't have like a specific one to shout out, but like platform boots, like we were talking about, chunky shoes, chunky boots. Yeah. I'm obsessed with anything chunky on my feet. I love it. I've accepted the fact a long time ago. I got some big ass feet. I'm not gonna, I'm done trying to make them look smaller. Now I'm just trying to make them look bigger. So I look like a brat style. Love that. Thank you. I love it. It fits the tall girl aesthetic. <laughs> it looks good on you. I look like Ronald McDonald. Hey, you know, and there are some things literally the other day I was like, Taylor, I have this pair of leather pants. They're like just too short for me, but I love them so much. So i like, you know, it was so hard for me to get rid of them. But finally I was like, fine, I'm just going to give them to Taylor. They way, went up to my tits. You way guys. too long on her. I was they like, are you kidding me? The things that look good on Taylor do not look good on me. And the things well, that look good on me do not look good on you. Okay. And I think something that needs to be brought to everyone's attention in terms of my body type, which it's the worst thing ever and why I hate shopping. I'm 5'4". Logically, you would think I'm short and that's it. But no, I have an extremely long waist. I've always had a long waist. So I have to buy like American Eagle extra short jeans to fit my length, but like they need to be the highest waist. Do you know how awkward that looks at a pair of pants just off the rack? Just imagine that. I have to buy their like longs and they're still not long enough. Wow. You know, you can order the extra long offline. Homie. I've given up ordering pants offline years ago. <laughs> I tell girl problems. I get that. I get that. Even when I look at their size chart, they still aren't right. Um, but yeah, that is it for my fashion. I have one more fashion item. You got a wool coat. I don't know. I don't care if you want to do the shorter shacket style or if you want to do like the longer trench coat, but the wool coat I think is a European classic. You see all the French and the Italians wearing them every season. It's just like all over. My brother got me a wool shacket from Aritzia for Christmas last year. I think it's called the Ghana or the Ghana shirt, G-A-N-N-A. I'll link it in the show notes below. I love my shacket. I want a longer one. It's amazing. It's so cute. It's so cute. It's so cute. I'm glad I got that stain out of it. I was real concerned. Yeah. I was real concerned, you guys. <laughs> I procrastinate so bad, so I got a stain in my favorite shacket. And you're not supposed to wash wool very regularly. And you have to do it very delicately, like hand wash. The fibers stretch out. It pills very easily. So naturally, I get a stain in this jacket. And what did I do? I left it for nine months and had anxiety about it because I didn't know if I was actually going to be able to fix it. So then I, what it came time, like it became summer. I didn't need to wear it. So I just let it hang in my closet and would just occasionally have anxiety about it mm-hmm. when I'd find it in the back of my closet and be like, oh, fuck, I got to deal with that at some point. Finally became fall season. It was time to deal with it. I got the stain out. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> don't you worry guys I'm glad it's such a cute jacket it's so cute it's coming to Paris with me mostly Hell yeah. on my body though because it, like, my suitcase is about to pop How do you, I'm body. so excited for your trip I'm very excited me about and Frida it, are gonna be missing you and not know what to do with ourselves but I'm excited to hear about all the fun you have I'm very excited about it um that is it for my fashion okay vibes. so I just have two more things to shout out First one is the oat milk lattes in the mountain playlist that Taylor shouted out like literally when we started this podcast. Probably like episode four or five. Yeah. It's the perfect fall playlist. Um, And then the other one is a true crime podcast because you guys know how I am and it's spooky season. So this is the perfect time to get into that. It's called The Root of Evil. If you guys know, like if if you're even a little bit in the world of true crime, you've probably heard of the Black Dahlia case. It's a really old, Mm -hmm. very famous case. So this podcast... Holy fuck. If you don't know anything about the Black Dahlia case, the main suspect was George Hodel. This podcast is made by his great-granddaughters, and they are interviewing members of the family. One of the main people that they're interviewing and talking on the podcast is George Hodel's son, who was a detective. So when he retired, he was like, you know what? I'm going to look into this case. I'm going to prove my dad's innocence because he's innocent. He did all this research, all this search. He ended up putting out a book explaining why his dad for sure killed the Black Dahlia. So it's just super interesting. It gets into all the family drama. Like it's all every form of like true crime. It's, it's very interesting. Like, and I think it's like eight episodes. So I will it's be like listening quick, to this on my drive down to Atlanta. Yeah. I'm so sick of my music right yeah, now. No, like it, like if like you guys know how much I love true crime podcasts, 
this one is my favorite one. It's like eight episodes. So it's not like you need to listen to like 300 episodes or whatever. Um, her arms super, were cut off. Her teeth. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, too, so um, George Hodel was friends with this artist, Man Ray, who was like the super, if you're, if you're into art, you probably have heard of him before. He was like a surrealist artist photographer. Um, and they get into that and like how that played a part in the case. It's just super interesting, super well done. Um, 1000% recommend for spooky season. And that is it for today. Those are our fall favorites yes. for 2022, you guys. Yes. I, I, I'm i happy we did this, as, especially because if you guys haven't noticed, we kind of just like stopped doing the whole product of the week <laughs> recommendations. And it was because- it We was, ran out of things. We I was so sick of shouting out the same five beauty products mm-hmm. I use. And like, I get it. I get it. I do. I just, I also don't want to feed into consumerism. Like there's that. And yeah, like I just am not somebody who buys- a thousand makeup products or like a thousand different things. And like, I was just talking about like, I'm a bargain hunter. So like, when so I buy something on sale, it's, it's the end of it, you know? And it's easier to do these seasonal roundups. Like I can easily see in like November or early December, us doing like winter favorites. Mm-hmm. Easy. Yes. Or even, even January because it's still winter. Yeah. So, but yeah, we are getting our shit together. So stay tuned next week. You're going to get an episode from just me, which I'm really excited to film, to record. Um, because I know my last solo episode, I was really not excited to record, but I'm just feeling a lot more confident about it now. Um, so when was your last solo episode? I forget what it even was. I've done more solos than you. You've done more solos than me. I don't even remember what my last solo was, but I remember being like, I so don't want to sit down and record this, but I'm actually really looking forward to recording this. Was it a birthday episode? I feel like I forced you to do a birthday episode. I honestly couldn't tell you. I'll look into it and I'll tell you guys next week. We'll have it linked in the show notes <laughs> so you can compare Chloe's yeah. performance. Honestly, don't. Just listen to next week's. <laughs> yeah, there comes a point, you guys. Don't listen past certain episodes. They're there for co- character development mm-hmm. and nothing more. Exactly. <laughs> All right. See you guys soon. Bye. All right, CEOs, that is it for today's episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And as always, you can find all of our episode and guest information in the show notes, as well as on our website, www.coishpodcast.com, spelled like our name without the dash. Thank you all so much for supporting our show. And for more CEOish, be sure to give us a follow over on Instagram at CEOishpodcast. And be sure to follow us on our personals at Chloe Elizabeth Creative and at TayGramBiz. Be sure you're subscribed to CEO-ish wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you really love the show, be sure to give us a five-star review, whether that be on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. It really does help us out and we read every single one. We love you guys so much and thank you for tuning in to CEO-ish. We'll see you CEOs in the next episode. Bye.